0: you got five seconds.
1: Fandor is proud to be a sponsor at the Sonoma International Film Festival. Thanks to CIF for 25 years of raising the bar and elevating new talent from around the world. Bringing people together through film, food, wine, and fun. That's our kind of festival. Cheers to a great year for independent cinema. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another door video podcast. My name's Human, and there's Chris Kelly. How you doing, who? And Bryn. Bryn. <laughs> <laughs> making it all happen. All right. Our next guest is a guy named Mark Schaefer. And Mark Schaefer made a film called Exposing Bridge," And I'm so excited about this movie. Uh, well, this is part of our series with the Sonoma Film Festival, highlighting films that are going to be at the Sonoma Film Festival 2022, all in person. Mark, before we get into your film, tell us a little bit about yourself and then tell us about your movie.
0: No, uh, no worries. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, everybody. I'm, I, there's very few things I like talking more about than my movie and myself, I, I'm a longtime documentary filmmaker. Uh, I've made, uh, I've worked out of in journalism mostly uh, for television. This is my first indep- truly independent documentary, uh, where I sort of had to raise all the money myself, and uh, and so here we are. It finally got to the mountaintop.
1: All right, tell us what the movie's about because this is so fascinating.
0: Okay, it's called Exposing My Bridge, and it's about a photographer named. Mybridge, Edward Mybridge, who changed our world with his camera in the 19th century here in the San Francisco Bay Area, where he was a began a career as a decorated, celebrated landscape photographer and then became the first uh, photographer to capture something moving faster than the human eye can see, which were Leland Stanford's galloping horses. And that eventually led to the development of proper cinema. Why you and I are sitting here chatting to each other this way.
1: It really is an amazing story. I mean, this guy's life, Chris, is riddled with murder, (laughs) adultery, uh, bastard child, and then just betrayal, backstabbing, and then... It's just misery, pure, simple misery. Well, and fascinating for the Bay Area, <laughs> I, I might add that it was Leland Stanford's horses that were uh, that were captured. Yeah. Uh, too, yeah. So, and, and Mark does a really good job highlighting that. OK, so why did how did you find out about this guy? Why did you choose this topic?
0: Well, it was another Bay Area connection. I was making a film on the early Jewish community of San Francisco back in 2012, and I was—you uh, were making a to...
1: film back in 2012. It wasn't about the Jewish community in 2012,
0: right? <laughs> oh no, that's right. It was about the early Jewish community, exactly. like right around the Gold Rush time up and and we went up until 1915. That's when we cut it off. But I needed photographs to work with in the film. And I had an archivist, and she brought me different photos. There weren't that many, actually, in that period. Uh, But I kept really liking some of these photos. They were really kind of haunting. And this photographer, uh, he often had people sort of looking away from the camera, which was odd to me, but they were looking out to vanishing points, the Golden Gate or the, the harbor or whatever it might be. And I was curious, and... Saw his name, I didn't know who he was, bridge, and uh, punched him in Google. And then I immediately realized that he was a major, major deal. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and and very much deserving of a film. And so I decided to make one.
1: All right. So in your movie, you've got, you know, a lot of photography curators and historians, all the, you know, the regular characters you have in a documentary, which every documentary has. But then you have Academy Award winner Gary Ullman. (laughs) How in the world did you land him? How did you make him agree to do this? Because honestly, like, one thing I realized watching your film is when you have a bunch of historians talk, it's not – it's just not amazing. It's kind of (laughs) boring. And I've seen so many documentaries like that. But when you throw in that special sauce, that Gary Ullman – it literally elevates your because and you you sprinkled him in just right. There wasn't there wasn't too much Gary and there wasn't too little Gary. It's just the, the right amount. The Goldilocks approach.
0: Yeah. So yeah. How did you get him? Well, uh I got him to answer that question. I got him by asking, you know, over and over again, by the way. Um you know, I started by going through the front door and approaching his representation. That didn't go anywhere. I knew it wouldn't, but I didn't at that point know anybody who knew him or how to get to him. And over, because this film took so long to put together, um, over the course of time, I, I met so many people. I ended up working with a guy named Luther Gerlock, who's in the film, who plays our Mybridge in a couple of recreations, but also he's a wet very well regarded wet plate photographer and he speaks in the film about that. And he knew Gary. And I can explain why, but he knew Gary and he had a contact for him, a direct email, and he gave it to me. And so then I started emailing Gary without any reaction. <laughs> um. but, you know, I come from news and in news documentary and you just don't take no for an answer. You just keep going. And so I just kept re-emailing him every now and then saying hey I'm I'm back. You know, and, he didn't and answer there, my last email. And he, do- he heard, Turns out that he was shooting Mank, and he was off the grid. And so he came back, and I one day I got this email in my inbox, and I also had approached him because he has a collection. And I was, cur- I was interested in pieces in his collection that I knew he had. And so I approached him for that. And I think he maybe, maybe, that seemed to intrigue him quite a bit. And he, I think, we've never really talked about this, but I think it kind of made him respect me more than if I just was approaching him as a celebrity uh-huh uh, and then he made a lot of sense for the movie he's super super knowledgeable he's written a, a screenplay about Edward Mybridge
1: so that was the question like how, how, my question is how, how did you know that you needed him like how did you discover that he had this weird mybridge
0: connection well I you know I do a lot of research everybody does when they do this uh-huh. kind of thing you read everything you can find and you know I saw this really small tiny little mentions in the trade publications, that he was doing a Mybridge film.
1: Okay.
0: And I saw this in 2013. And I thought, at the time, I thought, well, my film would be done in a year or two. Ha And uh, But no, he, he, that's how I found out about it. And then when I reached him, you know, we got into a conversation about Mybridge. Eventually, I said, gee, would you sit for an interview? You're so good. You're so interesting. You know so much about him. And I asked him if I could photo, if I could film him doing wet plate photography, which is a hobby of his. And he sort of said, "No, no, I'm not an expert on wet plate photography. You already have Luther. Uh, I'm an expert on character." Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought to myself, "To your point about scholars, and I think our scholars, by the way, are very human and interesting and terrific. But I absolutely recognize the difference in the dynamic of listening to." Gary talk about Mybridge yes, and say yes. Marta Braun. Yes, Gary, when he talks about Mybridge, he's interpreting his character, yep, like an actor would, mm. right? He's really and he's done a lot of thinking about this because he wrote a whole screenplay and he was going to make it into a movie, and he's an artist himself, and so when he's describing Mybridge, he's really relating to him, and yep. so often yep. he uses his, himself. He talks about himself. He, at one point he says Mybridge in this very spicy moment in the film where Mybridge is betrayed and he loses this opportunity to give this talk to this grand uh, audience in England, you know, Gary says, it's like, it's like the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yeah, respect yeah. of your peers. And, uh, I thought, you know, obviously he's talking about himself. Yeah. Uh, and so his capacity to sort of interpret Mybridge that way just... And he's, of course, super colorful and funny. Um,
1: um Listen, I want to interrupt you here because I'm I, trying to know something. And maybe I should have asked you this off the the record. But uh, it's a little bit of a spoiler alert in the movie. So, so just bear in mind, this doesn't ruin the film by any means. But there's a bastard child in this film. And the bastard child... Get sent off to an orphanage. Do you have any idea what happened to that kid? Does anyone know what happened to that
0: kid? Yeah, 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 yeah. I should really look this up. I know, I know what happened to him, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. All right, tell, what us, what tell us what you, you, know. What you know. Tell us what but you. But I know. can tell you generally what happens. So, and this is in like Rebecca Solnit wrote a book about uh, uh, Mybridge, and it's in that book. And it, it, the, the story's online; you can find it. He never had any children, so there's no legacy, there's no lineage from Mybridge, right? So there's nobody out there who's a Mybridge descendant. Um, he goes from the orphanage, I think around eight or nine years old, they send him off to live with a family who has a farm, and he becomes like a farm worker for this family, and which was, I think, was common at the time with orphans, and. Uh, He eventually just grows up and becomes like a farm worker in the Central Valley of of California. And then in the, what would that be, the 30s, 1930s, he's hit, I believe, by a train. It might be a car, but I'm almost certain it's a train. And he's killed. And he's in his early 60s, I think, at that point. And if you actually put a Florado uh, Mybridge" in uh, Google, eventually you'll find a... like a grave marker for him, it'll say, "You know, find your grave." Uh, there's a website, and he's buried. Uh, I think in Sacramento. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Oh, wow. Listen, okay. I'm going to tell you something. If you guys see this movie, uh, it's just one gut punch after another. It's just, it's just, and this guy, Moybridge, he's not a good guy either. Like everyone, everyone is just like, you're like, what the? Is anyone going to catch a break? Is the right thing going to happen? Uh, I have one other question about the film. All of those pictures that are now uh, property of the University of Pennsylvania. When they look at that today, the people that you know, the board of directors, the president of the school, are they grateful that back in 1870 or so they have those? Like, do they realize what they have? Is it a big deal? Do you do you know the answer to this?
0: The folks who have the archives of MyBridge, you mean? Yes. Um, I think. You know, to an extent, they, of course, appreciate it. And some of the archives have direct relationships. So you've got, like, the University of Pennsylvania, which is where he did the, the sort of his magnum opus after he yeah. does his horse stuff with Mybridge. Well, I mean, with Stanford, which is uh, actually done on Stanford's Palo Alto horse farm, which yeah. is now the land that Stanford University sits on. So well, there we go. He yeah. eventually ends up in Europe. Then there's this big... Trail and he, he comes full circle. He's doing this little touring around, showing his pictures, and the University of Pennsylvania asks him to continue his work there. So, and then he produces this incredible work of, of motion photography that uh, that that at the University of Pennsylvania, seven hundred eighty-one plates of animals and people, mostly naked, doing various motions. And so, yeah, I think the University of Pennsylvania is proud of that legacy. They have a page on their website directed to, uh, you know, uh, about him and um, dedicated to him. And they, 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 they're they proud of that, as is Stanford and some of the other uh, museums. And, but his work, it's not like painting. So it's, there isn't one, right? So there's like many copies of these images. Yeah. Uh, they're not unique. And so to have the collection doesn't quite have the same special quality. Uh, but I think most people I worked with, and I worked with a lot of archives to get these images, and I had to get the images, uh, often recreated for me. They weren't large enough. The, the, the um, resolution wasn't sufficient for me to hone in on a, a narrow little detail of a photograph, which you see in the film. And so uh, like the Welcome Collection in London was re-photographing with very high-end cameras. Their images for me, well, as was Stanford. So yeah, I think there is an appreciation for who Who Muybridge is for sure. One uh,
1: thing, one thing I really appreciate by the end of your movie is uh, you show a bunch of artists that were inspired by Moybridge. So that was really good.
0: Um, all right, so if well, I can just add human. Yeah, yes, the latest of that is if you see the uh, trailer for the new uh, Peel film. Nope. Yeah. The, the trailer begins with an animated Mybridge horseback riding. Interesting. Sequel. Very oh, wow. interesting. So, All I right. Say,
1: so uh, what day and time is this screening in the Sonoma Film Festival? Okay.
0: It, it, it plays twice. It plays Saturday, the 26th of March at 2 at Andrews Hall. That has a limited number of tickets available to the general public for purchase on the website now. You can get them. Uh, it plays again on Sunday, March 27th at 5:30 at the Sonoma Valley Women's Club. That's reserved for pass holders, but the uh, tickets will be available on a rush basis at the box office pending availability.
1: Okay, cool, very cool.
0: And then let's uh, let's end with this. Tell us a few movies that inspire you. Just a few. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I had to write them down, so I'm putting my I'm putting my pick my my lens my my glasses on right. Do it. Um, so uh, I have a lot of movies, obviously, uh, for various reasons. When We Were Kings, the documentary about Muhammad Ali.
1: Yeah, I
0: love that movie. I saw that movie when I was still, I think, at an impressionable age, and it made me want to really made me want to make documentary films. I was just so moved by it. Um, I thought Exit Through the Gift Shop, that documentary about Banksy, was fantastic, um, and made me sort of question my thought about what is true, uh, because that film is. Loaded with that question of whether it's an actual documentary or some kind of a made-up thing, "The Fog of War" by Errol Morris is fantastic, and uh, I love that. Um, in the fictional space, uh, I grew up watching "Blazing Saddles" over and over again, and I love uh, nice. Mel Brooks. You know, I, I I'm Jewish. You know, I love that man. Um, <laughs> you know, a "Silence of the Lambs" was an amazing film. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. incredible incredible movie uh moonlight a more recent vintage film Mm -hmm. i thought was just fantastic um so you know movies that make me feel and uh dream and uh inspire on some level or make me think or rethink the way i think about the world uh those are my kind of films
1: Fantastic. fantastic His name is Mark Schaefer. His film is Exposing exposing Moybridge. It's at the Sonoma Film Festival. Mark, one last question. If people want to get in touch with you, like what's the website? How can they get in touch with you?
0: Sure, no problem. The, uh, go to com, and there's a contact tab. You can pull it down and there's an email there. It's very easy to reach me.
1: All right, Mark. Thanks so much. We wish you nothing but the best, man. Excellent. Thanks to all of you. Have a good one. Thanks, bro. All
0: right. Take care.